seek him here, they seek him there. Those Frenchies seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Pimpernel. The Adventures of the Scarlet Pimpernel, starring Marius Goring as Sir Percy Blakeney. Despite the war with France, there was still a semblance of peace whenever I or any of the members of the League of the Scarlet Pimpernel managed to return from a foray and spend a few days at home. Tony and I had just returned from a particularly trying assignment in Austria. Oh, Blakeney, what oh. a pleasure to see the interior of your home again. Oh, the interior of any home. Oh, to sleep in a bed again. It's been months. Just look at that chair. <laughs> oh, what blessed softness. I... Now, who the devil can nap so soon? Oh, don't even answer. Don't even see anyone until you've had a rest. Oh, no. Maybe a courier from the Prince or Wellington. They're the only ones that know we're returned. All right, I'm coming. To Percy Blakeney? Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, well, I've been trying to contact you for the past five nights, my lord. Ah, uh, well, well, won't you come in, please? Thank you, my lord. I've, uh, I've been out of the country. Hello, soldier. Hi, my lord. I hope you won't think poorly of me for disturbing you, but the chap I'm coming for seems to be a good Frenchie. You mean you were sent here by a Frenchman? Ah, one of the prisoners. What's this all about, Blackman? Speak out, my good man. What prisoners? Uh, well, sir, uh, one of the war prisoners, uh, a Frenchie. You see, I'm one of the guards at the compound. All the... right, all right. We understand that. That's, uh... What are you and your prisoners to do with me? Well, I don't know, my lord, except that one of them has been after me to get you to come and see him. He says you know him. A French prisoner known to me? Uh, what's his name? André Pinard. André Pinard. The name struck a familiar chord in my memory. But at the same moment, I could see that Tony remembered too. A man named André Pinard had once given a shelter and helpless escape from France in the early days of our activities against the bloody revolution. I hope I haven't done wrong, sir, but this Frenchie seems such a good chap that I've been trying to get in touch with you for him. Uh, begin your part. No, 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 it's quite all right. Uh, where did you say he's been held? At the compound near Shepparton, my lord. Most of the prisoners there are officers, aren't they, Blackney? Yes. Well, I don't know as you'll be able to get in to see him, my lord. It requires special permission. Oh, I'm unaware of the rules. You've been very kind to come, my good man. Here. Here, take these. Oh, Thank you kindly, my lord, but uh, I wasn't looking to be paid. The, the Frenchie just seemed to be a good sort, that's all. Ah, you seem a good sort yourself. Coming out here in your off-duty time? <laughs> take it. <laughs> I take it a little hot rum won't dim the favour. Oh, well, if you put it that way, my lord. <laughs> now, I can uh, find my own way out, sir. Good night, my lord. Good night. Good night. Andre Pinard. Yes. We must go to him, Danny. Blackney, do you think we should? What do you mean? Well, he's an enemy prisoner and we're at war. You know what his sympathies are. 
He once helped us escape from Chauvelin. I may have changed. After all, he is an officer in their army now, and in the old days when he helped us, he could have left France and come here. But he preferred to stay. There was a reason for that, Tony. Oh? His wife had disappeared, and he wouldn't leave without her. That might even be the reason for his becoming an officer. Maybe he never did find her. Maybe the uniform of an officer gave him more freedom to search for her. Oh, yes, I, I suppose you're right. In any case, he did save us. I'll get the horses. It was past midnight when we reached the prisoner of war compound at Shepparton. But the place was alive with the light of lanterns and torches. Look at those guards milling about, Blakeney. Isn't it rather odd for the place to be so well lit at this time of night? Must be trouble of some sort. Did you escape with us? Possibly. We'll know soon enough. Whoa, 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 whoa. Line up all prisoners for inspection on the green. Check their bunks for weapons of any kind. As each prisoner passes inspection, he will march to the far side of the green and remain there until ordered back to quarters. Captain, what? Oh, there's been a... Oh, Sir Percy. Ah, the prisoner's revolting, isn't it? Oh, no, 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 sir. There's been a murder. One of the guards? No, one of the prisoners. Uh, Oh, uh, just a moment, Captain. The murdered prisoner? A French lieutenant, sir. Uh, I mean, his name? Pinar, sir. Andre Pinar. The captain's words only confirmed what I had so strangely felt from the moment we had approached the compound. Even as Tony and I were adjusting ourselves to the shock, one of the guards approached the captain. Captain! Captain! Yes, what is it, Corporal Watson? Yes, sir. It must be the murder weapon. A dagger? Huh. A dagger, indeed. Not the sort you'd expect to find in a place like this. Good heavens, Beckner. Look at that handle. There. They're heavily jeweled. Rubies. Sapphire. Oh. <laughs> Do you suppose they might be imitations? Well, the way they sparkle, even in this light... Uh... No, no, I think they're real enough. Begging your pardon, my lord, but it... Well, it makes no sense. Now, who would have reason to slip in here and murder a stranger? A prisoner from another land. No, 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 nobody would. I think you're wrong about one thing, you know. Whoever did slip in to murder Pinar was uh, not a stranger. No, no, it was somebody who knew him. Somebody who didn't want him to live. Then we'll never know who. Oh, on the contrary, we may. uh, With the help of this dagger, if uh, if I may borrow it. Very well, Sir Percy, take it. And I hope it leads you to the hand that used it. For days, Tony and I made the rounds of London, visiting dealers in exotic objects and precious stones. Finally, one of them provided a clue. Hmm. Most interesting, Keith, most interesting. 15th century Italian, obviously. Yes, so we've been told. Uh, does it seem familiar to you? Do you ever remember selling such a dagger? No. I've sold some like it, of course, to collectors. Yes, yes, I hadn't thought of that. I would say it's uh, one a collector would prize most highly. Uh, not many men could afford such a collection containing such pieces. Uh, to your knowledge, how many persons here in London might boast a collection of such quality? Mm, not more than half a dozen I could name. Oh. oh, you will do me a great service, sir, if you'd uh, write out the half dozen then. <laughs> We took the dealer's list. Two of the names on it were known to me personally. I assigned the unknowns to Tony, and he set out to get whatever information he could, while I set out to call upon the others. My first call was at the home of John Riverton, a wealthy merchant. Well, this most definitely calls for a drink, Sir Percy, most definitely. 
Now, 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 now for me. Oh, now. just a spark. <laughs> Not every day I have a chance to entertain a member of the court in my home. I've uh, been, um, wanted to ask you about something. I never thought I knew you well enough before. Yeah? Uh, sort of personal, you might say, but... Well, since there's been so much talk about it, I... Uh... <laughs> well, uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> because I, uh, I have a few questions to ask you. Well, uh, indeed. Oh, seems fair enough, then, eh? Are you, uh... Are you really the Scarlet Pimpernel? <laughs> Why, is that, is that important to you? <laughs> oh, just, just curious, that's all. Ah, I see. Well, then my questions will come first, you see, since they, they spring from something rather more than mere curiosity. I, um, I understand you have a rather enviable collection of daggers. Why, yes, I do have. One of the best in the world, I fancy. But don't tell me you're a collector, too. Uh, my collection is, at the moment, rather limited, but uh, I'm very interested in yours. Then by all means, you should see it. At once. They're in the next room. I've just had new lined cases made and brought my catalogue up to date. I spent years gathering it. Oh, hello, my dear. Oh, oh, Jean, you... You you surprised me. My dear, this is Sir Percy Blakeney. Sir Percy, my wife. Madame Remington. Madam. Sir Percy may not know it, but... If the rumours one hears about him are true, we have met before. Indeed. Oui, monsieur. Uh. I escaped from the Conciergerie prison in Paris... Two years ago, with several other sentenced to the gear team, the benefactor who saved us was a tall and mysterious gentleman known only as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Uh, <laughs> now you know the true reason for my curiosity, Sir Percy. Shortly after Amelia reached England, we met and were married. I did not see your face the night of the escape, Monsieur. Uh, you'll pardon I... my interruption, madam, but um, I see something of interest in this case. Mm-hmm. What is it, Sir Percy? Uh, this, um... Third dagger from the left in the second row. Oh, yes, the 15th century Italian piece I purchased years ago in Milan. Did you, uh, you happen to have another exactly like it? There is no other like it. Strange that particular piece should attract your attention. Uh, why strange? Because when I was cataloguing, it couldn't be found for a few days. It had been misplaced. Isn't that so, Amelia? Yes. And, uh, since it has been found, have you examined it carefully? Just a quick glance to make certain none of the jewels have been dislodged. Why? Oh, a very simple reason, really. I-, I believe that if you examine that dagger closely, you will find it a copy. Uh, set with imitation, Jules. But that is not possible. Don't be too certain, Amelia. I did feel uneasy about the piece for a moment when it was found again. I should have examined it more carefully. Oh. Well, Mr. Riverton? False! Oh, the stones! The false! And the scrollwork! The handwork! It's a crude copy of the original. It's gone! It was worth a fortune and it's gone! Oh, Jean. You lost it. Or you permitted it to be stolen. Taking care of the cases was your responsibility. Jean, I had nothing you to do. You even found this, this, this cheap invitation. Where, Amelia? How? I do not know. I found it, as I have told you, in stone. What happened to the original? Where is it? Uh, just a moment, Mr. Levin. Will you calm down? Your dagger's safe. Safe where? I... Uh, safe right here. <laughs> in my pocket. But... Here. He had it. Don't you think this requires some explanation, Sir Percy? Where did you get this? Uh, It was found at the Prisoner of War compound in Shepparton. Prisoner of War compound? Where it had been used in the murder of a Frenchman named André Pinard. Oh, my God. Pinard? Amelia! Amelia! Now, don't be alarmed, Riverton. She's fainted. That's all. 
Madame Riverton had fainted dead away at the news of the murder of André Pinard. Riverton got some spirits and we revived her. Inhale. Breathe in deeply. Uh, that's enough. What happened? I... Oh. Uh, you better compose oh. yourself, Madame Riverton. There are a few questions that require... I think the questions can wait until another day, Sir Percy. My wife Your is wife not... is obviously rather shaken by the name of André Pinard. Well, that's not cool. I... I never heard the name before. And therefore you fainted when I mentioned the murder of a man completely unknown to you. That had nothing to do with my fainting, monsieur. My concern was... about the dagger. Uh, why? Because... it was I who had the copy made of it. I thought the original was lost or stolen. Amelia. You made the collection our responsibility, Jean. And you have not always been kind when I have seemed to fail my responsibilities. Uh, what would you have us believe, madam? That a woman who both loves and fears her husband may do strange things to avoid his displeasure. Amelia, my dear. I never I... intended to be cruel, Jean, I know. Well, there is the truth of Percy. A strange woman's truth. Well, the knife must have been stolen from here. Whether or not that will help you to find a murderer, I do not know. So that was their story, eh? That was the story, Tony. It could happen, of course, but... Uh... But you don't believe it? No. Why not? A person who stole a knife of that value would not use it for a murder. Nor would a man like Riverton take a knife from his own collection for such a purpose. Yeah, but that only fits in with their I story. I haven't uh, finished. A distraught woman might, uh, without thinking, take the nearest weapon at hand. Madame Riverton? Oh, but what reason would she have for killing André Pina? I don't know. The weapon might have been left at the scene intentionally to... Well, to turn suspicion on the Riverton. In which case, the motive would still in some way be connected with them. Hmm. One thing keeps returning to my mind. Both, both the victim, Pinar, and Madame Riverton are French. And Pinar once refused an opportunity to leave France because his wife had disappeared. His wife? Good heavens, do you suppose Madame Riverton was... Well, that's uh, something we must find out. Our chances of doing so are very slim. But, um... Suppose we're right. Suppose Amelia Riverton had been Madame Pinard. Suppose she'd tired of her husband and later escaped to England where a wealthy man sought her hand. She might conveniently forget her marriage to Pinard. Oh, is it entirely inconceivable? No. No, not at all. Where are we going now, Blakeney? The prison compound at Chapel Night. There are two men there I want to talk to. The guard who brought us the message from Pinard and the guard who was on duty at the compound gate on the night of the murder. The guard who had delivered Pinard's message to me was off duty. But fortunately, we found him in his bunk in his quarters. It's a shameful thing, my lord. He was a good one, that Frenchie. If only you'd been there the other nights I went to ask you to come to Yes, him. yes, yes, I know. But it's uh, too late for that man. And the only thing we can do for Pinard now is to find out who killed him. Well, maybe it, it isn't my right to say so, sir, but I feel it was somebody from outside the prison. Because of the extra prisoner who turned up in the camp that night? Yeah, <laughs> we share the same opinion. Do you have any idea who it might have been? No. Pina asked you to deliver a message to me. 
Did he at any time ask you to deliver a message to uh, anybody else? Well, no, my lord. Not exactly a message. But there apparently was something he did ask you to do, my good fellow. Now, what was it? Well, he just uh, became rather excited one day. Some carriages had stopped by the inn across the road from the compound. He wanted to know about a lady who was in one of them. Did he uh, tell you the reason for his interest? No, my lord. Did you find out who the woman was? No, my lord. I was on duty. I couldn't leave the compound to go and ask. But I guess he found out without my help. Uh-huh. Well, he must have called across to somebody from the party because a bit later, I was making my rounds and I saw him talking to a gentleman through the fence. It was against the rules, you know, so I ordered him away and, and back to his work. Did you recognize the gentleman he'd spoken to? Uh, no, my lord. I'd never seen him before. How did Pinar behave after that? Well, different from before. You might say, um... Fretful, my lord. He was that way for a couple of days, and then well, that's when he asked me to take a message for you. Well, I reckon that's all I can tell you, my lord. Oh, you've told us a great deal. Thank you. Uh, where did you say we might find the guard who was on the gate, uh, Ferguson, wasn't it? Uh, yes, my lord. He's quartered in the last tent in the line. You ought to be there now, sleeping. Come along, Tony. Oh, oh well... That was rather significant information, Blakely. The woman Pinar saw must have been his wife. And also Riverton's wife. You suppose it was Riverton he called over and spoke to? It must have been. There's only one thing I wonder about. I wonder if Amelia Riverton saw Pinar that day. Well, here's the tent we want. If... What is it, Blakely? Just a thought I had, Tony. An idea that may work. Oh? Let's go in and see this man, Ferguson. <laughs> In order to kill Pinar, it was reasonable that somebody had bribed his or her way into or out of the compound, and the guard would be the key to the identity of that person. I knew he would not admit complicity, so I set a trap. No, my lord. Nobody came in or out that night. Oh, you're certain, are you? Nobody gave you a bit of gold, a man or a woman? Are you accusing me of anything, my no, lord? No, 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 no. I'm merely asking. You see, uh, I know who the murderer is, but uh, it requires identification to make a formal charge. I'd, um... I'd pay you well if you'd be helpful. Mm. Well, I haven't done anything, my lord. He can't afford to involve himself, Blakeney. I'll tell you, I... All right, Ferguson, never mind. Besides, I don't suppose I could pay as much for you to talk as uh, the Rivertons could pay for your silence. What? I don't know anyone named Riverton. <laughs> One of the wealthiest merchants in England. And you're going to pretend you never heard the name before. All right, Ferguson. I think your little fortune is made. I hope you enjoy it. Come on, Tony. Well, you got no help from him. No, Tony, but he got some help from me. What do you mean? If he took a bribe from Amelia or from Riverton, he might have done so without knowing who the donor was. Now he knows. Now he knows that the money came from the pocket of a very wealthy merchant. A merchant who could pay a great deal more. Of course. You've given him a perfect opening for blackmail. But there's one thing I don't understand. Why was the dagger left here? Because there was a sudden danger of being caught, and the murderer did not wish to be caught in possession of the weapon. You said Riverton wouldn't have used a knife from his own collection. He might have, Tony, under certain circumstances. Well, let's call on him and find out if those circumstances existed. I don't know 
know what you have in mind, Sir Percy, but of course I've driven out Shepperton Way at times. That's for talking to a prisoner. Uh, right? All right, Mr. Levitin. Uh, just a casual question, you know. Hmm. Now, uh, one more thing. Uh, you weren't at home on the night uh, Pina was murdered. No, I was not. I was visiting a friend. Oh, may I ask who? A ship owner. His name is Henry Latham. It was an answer I'd been hoping for. I didn't know Latham. I'd never seen him. But his name was on a slip of paper in my pocket. One of the six collector's names supplied by the dealer. Why do you look at me that way, Sir Percy? I understand that Henry Latham has a collection. <laughs> similar to yours. Isn't it natural that men with similar interests should be friends? Oh, most natural. <laughs> it's also natural that on an evening's visit, a man with such a hobby might uh, bring along a prized piece to show. If you gentlemen will excuse me, I... Uh, no, Madame but... Riverton, uh, do stay. Or should I have said Madame Pinard? <gasps> See here, Begley. I won't now, stand for... you listen, Riverton, will you? Pinard spoke to you that day. Told you he thought he recognized Madame as his wife. When you confronted her, she admitted it. Either she feared losing this luxury, or you feared losing her to Pinard. In any case, one of you killed him. Leave my house. Leave my house immediately. You can charge nothing and you can prove nothing. Get out! Get out! Get out! We left, but not for long. When night fell, we returned under cover of darkness and waited. It was almost three in the morning when a mounted figure rode up to the house. It took some minutes to rouse Riverton, but when the door opened, the light from his lantern fell on the face of a compound guard named Ferguson. Riverton admitted him quickly, and we slipped to the side of the house when the moving lantern lit up Riverton's collection room. French doors. Be careful we're not seen. Just a bit closer. We'll be able to hear. Oh, coming near to my home. You want to have the both of us up before the hangman? All I want is money. You think you're going to get off with a killing for a few measly pieces of gold? You didn't tell me why you wanted to get into the compound. I wouldn't have let you out if I'd known what you'd done. Now I'm in this too. And you're going to pay. How did you find out who I was? I, for a, from a dandy who came to see me today. Oh, uh, Sir Percy, something on it. Blakely? You fool. Did you keep your ears open? Half of England knows he's the Scarlet Pimpernel. The Scarlet? Come on, Tony. Right through those doors. Right. Right. Good evening, gentlemen. The knives. Quickly. Kill him or we'll both hang. Nobody's hanging me. Take the guard, Tony. I'll right. handle the vision. Uh, you'll not handle me. he seized from the case. The same one he used to kill Pinar.
do not have anything to do with the murder. Uh, that's true enough, madam. But you were an accomplice. You knew of it after it had been committed. I, I was afraid to say anything. I could not report it. You'll find that fear rather expensive, madam. You traded the love of luxury for the love of a man. And Andre Pinard was a good man. A fine and courageous man. Oh, he was a fool. A poor fool, an idealistic fool who would have remained a pauper. I could not live like that. I'm afraid you'll find prison even worse. I will not go to prison, monsieur. You forget. I have a fortune at my command to fight for me. Uh, you'll find that has very little effect on English law, madam. But even if it did, uh, you're mistaken, you know. You have no fortune. I inherit from my husband, monsieur. Yes, madam. From your husband, André Pinard, who had nothing. But not from Mr. Riverton, because... Uh, <laughs> You never were his wife, were you? Good night, madam. <laughs>